what I want to do is start the message with a testimony. Teresa's got a testimony that she wants to share that's literally the result of this sermon in our home. We've been stirred by God's word and practicing, and there's a testimony that's come from it. She was going to do it at the end, but I asked her if she'd do it at the beginning because I think I might want to reference it as I'm speaking. So with that as an introduction, why don't you come on up and share? Good morning. (laughs) I have a feeling I'll be sharing this at another time also. It's all right. It's all right. Um, The message that Pat has prepared for today, like you said, he's shared it. Um, It's been an ongoing thing in our home. And um, we were talking on Monday and he was referencing, referencing the scripture that he, he'll, he'll be using. And we were sitting at the kitchen table. And as he's talking, I just kept listening to him and listening to him. And finally, I looked at him and I said, you're scaring me. And he looked at me and he said, it's not me that's scaring you. And we continued our conversation. And I kept thinking about that. And then I looked at him and I said, I think I need to get saved again. And he said, okay. I said, walk me through salvation. Walk me through salvation. Because I don't want, I don't, the reason I... One of the reasons is I don't want any question in my mind, in my heart, my soul, or my spirit of where even a possibility. And so he walked me through salvation. And it was powerful. It was powerful, and I felt, you know, we don't go by our feelings. I know, not felt, I know that something significant happened. And so that was on Monday, and then on Tuesday, Tuesday? It's Tuesday. On Tuesday, I, during my devotion time, I just had a fleeting thought about, Gosh, I should get baptized. I should get rebaptized. Let's just seal this thing. And um, in my morning devotions, Kim sent me a text, and she's like, I, I feel like maybe you should get baptized. And I'm like, there we go. There's a confirmation. So I mentioned it to Pat. He was going to play racquetball, and I said, when you get home tonight, I want to get baptized. I, I have no idea what he's thinking at this point, but I, to me it was, a, it was significant. Because there were things in my belief system and things in my that kept, just kept coming up that I wanted. I know the Lord wanted them gone. And so Kim graciously said, that's awesome. If you need a witness, 
I'd love to be there, but I understand if you want it to be a private thing. And I said, no, I want you there. You need to be there. So when Pat got home from racquetball, I think it was 8.30-ish, I had already had our tub all filled up with water, ready to go. And Kim came over, and all three of us in our bathroom, he baptized me. What I've come to understand is we, we sing these beautiful songs to the Lord. And we sing them with unbelief and doubt in our hearts. And then we get upset when nothing happens. But yet we're the one blocking anything from happening. And as a father, his desire, we would call it radical obedience. He would call it simply obedience. But in our life, in that culture that we live in, it's radical obedience. And what I've come to understand from the time that Joe has died up until this point is that Many things that happen to us in the daily course of our own life, we, we're so quick to blame the enemy, and it's true, it's us that has opened the door. And so, in recommitting my life and getting saved again and getting baptized again, the old self is dead, and the new has been re- rebirthed. I have had a birth. A rebirth and a res- actually it's a resurrection. And in that resurrection, there's radical obedience because I've experienced even stepping out just a little bit in disobedience to God's word brings on some manifestation of discipline from Him. And it's not the devil. It's by my own willingness to disobey. And I'm telling you, he, the messages Pat has been preaching, I've been living. And if you question God's word, if you question what, because he preaches the word, that's just what he preaches. If you question it, I just encourage you to go back to the word. So I'm here to say the thing that I kept hearing during worship, even during the prayer, is from Mark. And Mark 1, 14, or 15, I'm sorry, and it says the time is fulfilled And the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe. So my rededicating my life to the Lord was a form of repentance. The baptism was my outward declaration of what's going on inward in me. 
And the Lord has shown me that I need to remain in him, physically in him. I am hidden in him. And as he moves, I move. And any time that I step outside of that in my own strength is when stuff, discipline happens. So I'm here to say repent and believe. And if you have any doubt, if you have any unbelief in your heart, you need to repent of that. And you need to get right with God. If you truly believe that he is the one who placed the stars in the sky, if you believe that he knit you together in your mother's womb, if you truly believe all of that, doubt and unbelief have no place in your heart. And it's a place of repentance. And I just really encourage you to deal with that and deal with it today before you leave this place. Because there is so much more that he desires for us to have of him. But with those things in our hearts and those things in our minds, it's not going to happen. And I can tell you that by experience. So, yeah. All right. Teresa? I have one other scripture. I think I just lost it. Well, you let me know if you think of it. All right. Thank you. So, praise God. I pray that you want all experience a rebirth. Experience what's going on in my heart. Experience what's going on in my life. I pray that all on you. Because there's a depth of his presence that is amazing, but it's also very scary. And I understand how much he loves us, but I also understand how much he requires of us in obedience. And we really have to grasp that as Christians, as people who call themselves Christians. We really have to grasp that. Not that he's mean in any way. He is the most loving person I've ever experienced. And he, what he wants for me, he wants for all of you. He's no respecter of persons. And he will do the things. He will do. Hear me. He will do what he says he will do. But it's required of us to do what he has asked us to do, required us to do. Amen? Amen.